am in Sydney, Australia today, and we are at the Hire and Rental Industry Association at Hire 23, and I'm joined by Phil Moores from Rouse. Welcome. Hey, Mark. Good to see you. Happy to be here. This is a long time coming, so I feel like we've tried to do this podcast for two years now. <laughs> it's yeah, a, I think it's been about that long. Yeah, and yeah. so when I, when I got the phone or the email from, from Caitlin two weeks ago and said, hey... Phil's going to be in Sydney. Do you want to tee this up? <laughs> my my hopes went up, <laughs> but they weren't cemented. <laughs> so when you called me this morning, I was like, all right, he's actually in Sydney and wants to do it. So I'm glad we could finally come together. Yeah, yeah, likewise. I've been uh, I'm watching the podcast since you first came out with it during COVID. I thought it was really cool at the time and uh, excited to be able to participate. Very good. So... For the people that don't know what Rouse is, maybe you just want to provide just a bit of context on who you are, where you fit into the business, and what is Rouse? Sure. Yeah, so I'm uh, so I'm the senior vice president. I lead all of Rouse. Um, and what we are is really the leading provider of insights around the rental and used markets for construction equipment across North America, the UK, uh, and now Australia. <clears throat> And so when you say insights, like for someone that has no idea what that means, like do you look at data and provider? Are you a reporting tool? Like when someone wants to understand what is actually Rouse doing for rental businesses, what does that mean? So we work with a little over 350 companies uh, across those geographies that I mentioned. And every company that we work with gives us a nightly data feed with all of their individual assets. So on a nightly basis, we track a little over 75 billion worth of equipment uh, on an original cost basis. And we know where it is, how many hours it was used that day, uh, most importantly, whether it was out on rent to a customer. And we leverage that information to give them comparisons of their utilization and other key fleet performance metrics to their peers at a local market and product level. We also get every line item on every rental invoice that they write. So in 2022, we tracked a little over 31 billion uh, in rental volume in North America, about 60% of the industry. And we leverage that data to give them comparisons of their pricing, so how their higher rates compared to their peers at a local market level. So we can tell you know, one of our customers, here's how your monthly rate on a 10,000 pound telehandler in Houston compares to the range of rates that your peers are achieving in that market. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to say that it's not looking at someone else's direct rate, but the average in that space, yeah? Yeah, that's right. So we take a number of steps to aggregate and de-identify the data, both in an effort to comply with local competition laws, uh, but also to protect the interests of our data providers. So if you're talking about a price-related statistic, we include input from at least five companies in any number we report. No one company will make up more than 25% of the weighting of any statistic. And then the actual data on price is delayed 90 days. So for the more recent periods, we report a seasonally adjusted trend line. Mm -hmm. So everybody gets to see all of their own data through <coughs> a set of analytical tools that we've built specifically to meet the needs of rental companies to help them evaluate their pricing and fleet performance. They see all their own data through that tool set 
compared to a benchmark range for the industry that we calculate based on the data we're getting from everybody else. Mm. And so, so we've sort of come up to speed on what Rouse is, but then how did Rouse first start? Like, was it originally an analytics company or was, what was the original history? So the company's actually a little over 100 years old. We were originally founded as Max Rouse & Sons. Uh, Scott Rouse, my former business partner, was the grandson of the founder. Um, so for the first 80 years of our history, we were an auctioneer, uh, just like a Ritchie Brothers. <clears throat> and we would run auctions of heavy machinery and equipment, uh, primarily in the West and the Northwest. I think at one point we were the sixth largest um, then in the late 90s, Ritchie Brothers came down from Canada, started buying a lot of packages. That space got very competitive, and we pivoted to become an information services company. Um, because as an auctioneer, we often got asked by lenders and other stakeholders in the industry what equipment was trading for, because we were buying and selling it all the time. So we built a database uh, sort of similar to a, a Kelly Blue Book in North America or a glass guide in the UK, um, kind of a used car pricing guide. And then we began requiring anyone who came to us for a fleet evaluation to give us a trailing 12-month history of all their private party sales. And over time, we built up this larger and larger database of private party sale comps and really became the only appraiser in the industry who could accurately value construction equipment. So today, we annually appraise a little over $55 billion worth of equipment at cost globally across North America and the UK, and we collect about $24 billion in private party sale data to drive those valuations. Wow. And so... <clears throat> I guess, how did the analytics side come into it? Because you're getting the, the transactional history from those auctions and seeing what that data is. Like, how did that rental-specific analytics part come into it then? Yeah, so appraisals was really how we got started. And that was originally just to support bank loans and financial transactions. So the ABL financing structure, which is very common uh, in the U.S. and the U.K. and actually in Australia as well, requires periodic appraisals, uh, which is what we got started doing. We then saw an opportunity to help leverage that same data to help our customers sell used equipment more effectively. Um, because we realized that a lot of our rental company clients could benefit from going direct to end users rather than selling through brokers and auctioneers. So we built our Rouse sales platform in 2007, really with the goal of helping them get higher recoveries when they went to dispose of their assets. Uh, so that's primarily about valuing the equipment and helping them understand what's it worth to a retail buyer, what would a broker or a wholesaler pay for a piece of equipment, and what would you get if you sent it through an auction, as well as a remarketing toolkit we provide that makes it easy for them to take photos of the assets and collect all the collateral they need to market to a customer. We'll actually host white label websites for them and also give their sales force a quoting tool they can use to quickly and easily pick the machines they want, uh, generate a flyer and get it into the hands of a customer. So that was our first SaaS product really focused on adding value mm. to our rental companies rather than just addressing this 
need they had for an appraisal as a result of their bank loan. Uh, and it was the success we had with that, really with a couple of our largest customers early on, <clears throat> and the significant uh, financial improvement they drove in their disposal process as a result that led to the opportunity to create our rental business. Uh, and we were, a pr you know, it was really in the 2008-2009 timeframe that we talked with a number of the different rental companies and we saw an opportunity to do something like the valuation benchmarking that we were doing on used equipment, uh, but on their core rental business yeah. and give them measurable benchmarks for rental rates and utilization. So we launched that service in 2011 with five companies. Um, and that's what I've spent most of my time over the past 13 years focused on growing uh, to the 350 that we have today. So then how did you get that first five? Because I feel like that's a big step in saying to somebody, all right, we're going to collect your core data to help you make decisions based upon the average within the industry. Like you've got to have forward thinking companies to sort of see that same vision. Was that a challenge? Yeah, well, and it actually, you know, gets back to, it's, it's sort of funny because the way I originally got introduced to the industry uh, was through my consulting firm. And um, I started out working for Neff back in 2007 uh, on a couple of sales effectiveness and customer segmentation projects, also did some work for NES. Um, and I had done a lot of work in the hotel space and was familiar with how benchmarking was used there to measure the performance of sort of revenue managers. Um, so my firm at the time saw this opportunity to take that benchmarking concept into the rental space, but we could never progress it very far because we didn't have the relationships mm -hmm. with the large national rental companies. Um, <clears throat> Rouse did as a result of the 10-year history they had being the leading provider of insights on used equipment through the appraisal uh, and used equipment sales product relationships. So the way I got introduced to Rouse was when Rouse started looking at this rental metrics benchmarking concept. Um, NES said, hey, you should talk to these consultants. They tried to do the, to do the same mm, thing three years ago. <laughs> wow. And that was uh, when I got hooked up with Scott and Gary and um, joined Rouse as an employee and left the consulting firm uh, about six months later. Wow. It's interesting. And so <clears throat> was it a surprise to you that there was like, like the two worlds came together? Like you guys were thinking of it and then like it sort of joined forces? Yeah, it's not a um, – the thing is, and I don't know, there's a lot of uh, – you know, as we've sort of made our way through the industry, a lot of people talk about how it's such an innovative concept to what we do. But the truth is hotels, airlines, rental cars, many other capital intensive industries uh, did what effectively Rouse Analytics is today in the late 80s or early 90s. So it's really not a very novel concept. Um. Yeah, but I think that applies to a lot of technology <laughs> solutions in the rental industry. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am still blown away that when someone gets a phone in their hand and they can complete like a 
a delivery or something like that. They think it's like the greatest thing that they've ever seen. And it's like, people have been doing that for years and years in other industries. It's just that some of the software players haven't been able to keep up with the technology and, and um, advancements, essentially, so. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's, um, you know, we were the ones who brought this concept uh, to the rental industry, but it's not, you know, by any means. Groundbreaking. That, yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep telling ourselves it is. <laughs> as much as I'd like to take credit for that. Uh, we came up with a new idea. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, and so, uh, so bringing that in, and then talk to me about like your expansion. So you mentioned that you recently expanded to Australia. So like, what type of customers do you have? Yeah. So you know, we first came to Australia in 2019. Actually, the HRIA show four years ago, and met with a number of the higher companies here. There was a lot of interest in the product, but then. Uh, Obviously, COVID happened, and I, your government didn't allow us in the country for a couple of years. Just you, um, in particular. That's just it. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no feels. So uh, we were fortunate enough to be allowed back uh, a year ago. Although the first time we came back, uh, my boss and partner Gary McArdle caught COVID on his first day here. So. <laughs> He was quarantined in his hotel room in Sydney see, for seven we, days. He needed to keep you out, see? He <laughs> <laughs> just proved their point. And couldn't leave. So that wasn't a very productive marketing trip for okay. us. Uh, but we came back in August, um, and we had you know two early adopters that were very enthusiastic about the higher rate and utilization benchmarking concept, uh, All, Allcott Hire and Orange Hire, uh, who actually signed up back in 2019 and have been with us ever since then, using our tools just to measure their own performance internally and look at their data. Because we, we have custom built a lot of these dashboards and analytical tools to make it easy for hire companies to analyze their rate and fleet performance. Um, <clears throat> so now more recently we've just added coats, which will really give us the critical mass we need to start delivering benchmark comparisons and actually enable higher companies in Australia to compare their higher rates, utilization, fleet supply and demand, and really understand how they're performing relative to their competition in a meaningful way. Mm. And so... So three companies now in Australia? Three companies now. There are many other uh, market leaders that we're in conversations with that I think we'll be bringing on over the next yeah. several months. But I think you said five was the minimum you need. Five is the minimum to report a benchmark. Okay. Yes. So once we get to five or six, that's when the people that are using that tool will definitely get a lot more, um, even more benefit out of the, the metrics essentially. Yeah. Right, right. So, so let's say that someone's listening to this, they own a rental business or they're a manager of a rental business and they say, how do we work with Rouse? Like they're probably not sure what the first step even is. Like we have the data, but like how do we give it to you? How do you use it? How's my data protected? All those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, we have plug and play interfaces with over 35 different rental ERPs. Uh, we don't charge anything to set you up with the product. Um, so if you reach out to us, uh, we'll set you up with trial access to the system for free. So you can see if it's something you get value out of. The setup process, if you're on any of the commonly used ERPs here in Australia, uh, so you know, base plan, Syrinx, Inspire, MCS, um, we can get you set up in a couple of days. It's a very straightforward process. 
and then we do our work, deliver benchmark comparisons back to you. Uh, if it's something you think is valuable, um, then you can decide to pay us for it. But there's also a free tier. If you want to just leave your data in the pool, we give you sort of a monthly scorecard summary of how you compare to your competitors overall uh, on rate, utilization, and all the other KPIs. Yeah, and then from a data protection standpoint, they're probably thinking, how do I know my data? Like, you know, companies are very strict around, oh, someone's gonna see my data. Like, how, how can you make them feel more comfortable, I guess? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, we realize that the data we're required to deliver our service is the most commercially sensitive data most higher companies have, right? We're getting all of the information about their fleet and all of the information about their higher invoices. So uh, that's something we take very seriously. Uh, if we were ever to act in a way that wasn't in the interests of our data providers, we wouldn't have a business because people wouldn't be comfortable providing us data. Um, but both for that reason and also in the steps we take to comply with local competition laws, we ensure that all of the data and comparisons we deliver back are aggregated and de-identified. So nobody will ever be able to discern your individual contribution to any data we play back. You're only going to see all of your own detailed information compared to an aggregated de-identified range for the industry. If I'm in Australia, can I look at comparing data to companies in the US? So we only provide you with comparisons on the markets and products that you operate in. And again, that's this is a service by and for hire companies. We don't sell this data to anybody uh, who's not in the hire business, and we don't let anybody purchase data on markets or products that they don't participate in. Mm, I like that you've seen hire practicing your Australian terminology. <laughs> well, I've been spending a lot of time in the UK too. <laughs> I'm going to the UK in two weeks, so, uh, and so I don't say rental that much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, interesting. And then maybe just for the listeners, just to explain the scale of your US customers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some of the big names you've got over there? So we have, you know, all of the major players, uh, you know, United, Sunbelt, H&E, Sunstate. Uh, we recently added Home Depot. Um, <clears throat> we have every Caterpillar dealer in North America and uh, a few hundred now uh, independents. So we're up to a little over 350 companies in all participating uh, across North America. And now we've got about 15 in the UK as well. Nice. And so... Let's say uh, I'm a business, I'm interested in taking up your offer to do that free implementation, but I know that my data isn't very clean. What's the step there? Yeah, so we'll, sending the data to us is a really easy process. We can generally set that up in as little as a 30 minute call with your IT manager. Once it lands on our side, we'll put it through a cleansing process, so we'll map every one of your assets into our standard product types and we'll play that back to you so you can tell us if we got it wrong we'll also look at all of your rental invoices and try to determine exactly how the customer was charged so what combination of different rate terms and rates and how you got to the amount on the final bill mm. and we'll play that back to you as well so we do a lot of our own 
data cleansing and we have a lot of experience dealing with data uh, that isn't in a very good state. Um, but we're pretty transparent about how we play that back to you and then what additional steps we might need to take to clean it up to get it to the point where we can give you an apples to apples comparison to our benchmarks. Yeah, and might inspire companies to try and clean up their data as well. Like you do your mapping and then they look at the dashboard and think, wow, that data looks amazing. And then they think maybe we should clean up our data so we can do our other reporting as well. Yeah, we've had that. I think a lot of um, dealers who sort of got into the rental business by accident, you know, don't set up products. They sort of run everything based on model. So then when they start working with us and we're able to show them, hey, you know, if you take these three models that are very similar and put them into one common rental class, mm-hmm. it's a good way to look at availability, utilization, pricing, all the things you care about from a rental standpoint. Yeah, just having those the hierarchy basically that you can yeah. look at things up, definitely. Uh, so a couple of years ago, I read that Rouse was actually acquired by Ritchie Brothers. Right. So talk me through that acquisition and has anything changed? And like, what does it mean now for, for Rouse? Yeah, so I think um, it's been, uh, you know, it's been a great experience for us. Um, the Ritchie team has been really great and supportive of everything we're trying to do. Uh, the leadership from Ann and Jim on down. Uh, really, their focus has been on helping us grow and giving us everything we need to do that. Um, so it's enabled us to make investments in our products and geographies that I don't think we would have uh, as a private company. Um, <clears throat> to help us expand more quickly. And, you know, as we think about those expansion plans for for us with our core products, it's really about going into uh, new verticals. So in North America, that's cranes, material handling, uh, and tools. We're working with some of the largest companies in each of those segments to expand our offering uh, into those verticals. But then the big opportunity is international. So Uh, In Europe, we're building out a uh, UK-based team uh, and a European team this year to help us expand the rental uh, and used valuation product into Europe. Uh, I think we also may be doing the same here in Australia. Um, And then the other area we're focused on is continuing to invest in our product stack. So... Uh, you know, we had these three businesses, appraisals, what we called Rouse Sales and Rouse Analytics. Um, the one that'll change the most as a result of the Ritchie acquisition is what used to be our Rouse Sales product, which is now what we call Fleet Manager. And really, that's designed to be the hub of where fleet owners make decisions about assets. So we make available all of the insights that we have around what the asset is worth, you know, to a retail buyer, a wholesale buyer, an auction buyer. We give the fleet owner the ability to sell the asset themselves if they want to use our private selling tools. So our web shop and remarketing capability, uh, our flyer tool, our photo collection app. Uh, We can also list it for them on Richie List. Uh, We can sell it through the other Ritchie Brothers channels, Marketplace E, Iron Planet Weekly Featured, or RB Live. Um, And we're going to be bringing other capabilities into that platform as well. Uh, Really, 
to give fleet owners kind of one place to do everything they might want to do with their assets. And then uh, and then to add even more to the mix, and Smart Equip was acquired by Richie Bellas as well. So it seems like a, quite a good combination of businesses that can really focus on making someone that manages assets their life easier, essentially. Yeah, and it's really about being able to add value to fleet owners through the entire equipment life cycle. Mm. So if you think about, um, you know, Richie before the Rouse acquisition, really the solution they had to offer was a disposal solution. So when you're ready to sell an asset out of your fleet, you would go to Richie and, and get rid of it. But now with Rouse, uh, you know, we're helping companies from the very beginning of the life cycle. You know, we're doing the appraisals to support the ABL that enables them to purchase the asset. Smart Equip is enabling them to operate that asset more efficiently, um, make sure they have the right parts to complete the repairs when they need to, uh, keep the machine in good working order. We're helping at Rouse the fleet owners understand what the asset is worth through the entire life cycle and bring all the data they need to have to understand, you know, when's the right time to sell this asset and then, you know, give them the tools to either sell it themselves uh, or sell it through us if they want to. Yeah, no, that's quite amazing. I, I remember I spoke to Alex from Smart Equip about that equipment life cycle and it's, um, I guess when you break it down into like micro steps and just figure out where you can add value at any point in time, because yeah, there's so much leakage and like you can't make decisions unless you look at the data. Uh, otherwise you're sort of just winging it really. So yeah, I'm really interested in seeing how that whole technology space can sort of adopt uh, and expand in Australia because it'd be quite interesting to see the likes of Kennard's Hire or Onsite or wherever it is that come on board. Yeah, we're excited about it. And like I said, for us, um, you know, Coates, I think, was essential to enabling us to get to the point where we can now deliver benchmarking uh, to other hire companies. But we, we look forward to bringing the solution to all the market leading companies uh, and really all the whole hire industry across Australia. Yeah, very nice. All right, Phil, well, thank you for coming on the Rental Journal podcast. Great. Thanks, Mark. It was fun to be here. Thank you.